Welcome to Tame the Circus Brain. Hey guys, have you heard the saying that people don't really care what you say, they remember how you made them feel? Something like that. I heard that quote a while ago and I thought it was really interesting. And I've pondered it, I've meditated on it, and I've proven it to be true in my life. It's interesting how many interesting rooms I end up in, fascinating people. I just gravitate towards them of all kinds of walks of life, of all shapes and sizes all over the world. I just love connecting with people, talking to them, learning their story. It was interesting. I was at the doctor's office the other day and a woman was walking around and we ended up talking for a while and I was just working to learn from her. She was in her 80s and it's just so fascinating. People are one of the most wonderful gifts in the world because None of them are the same, and they all have something that they could teach you, no matter what age or background. And so I really believe that. So I was just thinking about this recently, too. I was with a friend. We were talking about how do you really teach people how to connect with other people? Because she's a teacher, and she was talking about trying to get her students to learn how to connect with other people in the room. And we were breaking it down. It's like, how do you say that? How do you say this is how you connect with other people. So I started thinking about it and processing it and working on it. These are a couple of my ideas. I definitely don't, I haven't landed on it. I'm letting you in on this conversation a little bit early, but I thought, why not? Let's just talk about it. Let's work on it together. And so one of the things I think when you truly listen, when you really listen, when somebody's talking, so your mind isn't full of insecurities. It's not full of what you're going to say. It's full of what they're saying. You look at them and you listen to what they're saying. It's a really powerful thing to respond in truth and in the moment. And so many times I'll be talking to somebody and we're going in one direction. And then all of a sudden, (laughs) one direction, I do like them. RIP one direction. Anyway, if you don't get that, it's a boy band that broke up a few years ago. So the interesting thing is when somebody's talking and you're talking, it's funny, I kind of just did it. (laughs) When you're going in one direction in the conversation and then they take you completely out of it. And it's funny, I used to be a huge violator of this rule because somebody would say something to me and it would spark the way my mind thinks that it's leapfrogging so quickly on a random way. And honestly, I think we all think like that on some scale. It seems like mine's a little bit more intense, but it's just fascinating when you're talking to somebody and you're pouring your heart out and you're saying something, Hey, real quick. So I don't forget. Uh, and then they take you somewhere else and you're like, are you not even with me? You know what I'm saying? It's like, you're, you are like, and then it was just this and it was just so powerful and it's so crazy. And can you believe that happened? And, and they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, I'm with you. I'm listening, but the botanical gardens, blah, blah, blah. You're just like, are you crazy? So anyway, I work to not let that hurt my feelings because I realize that's the norm. And I've definitely done it before and I definitely will do it again. Uh, Not on purpose, but that is a habit too, I think, because I've worked really hard to, to stay with people now and not just veer. And you can see when people glaze over and they veer into other things or if they're just like, 
Come on, come on, come on. Talk to me. Talk to me. Tell me what, 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 what. I'm listening. I'm here. I'm here listening. Come on, come on, come on. You know, and you're just sitting there going, I don't want to pelt words at you like a paintball gun. I want to engage with you or this is a two-way conversation like we're we're in it together. And so I just have been learning about the way we make people feel when we talk to them and how much more important it is than what you're actually saying. I mean, talking is important. Your words are very important. I'm a words person. I love words. Words are one of my favorite things. I love being able to move the heart, like explain the the things that you feel in your heart and move them into the realm of words so that you try to articulate, express. I think it's awesome. I think it's powerful. When I was a kid and I was in trouble, I remember one day my mom took away the lyrics to a CD. I think I was maybe 10 or 11. And I think I had gotten grounded. I'd gotten a million other punishments and I was not even budging. I did not care. I was like, send me to my room. I love my room kind of attitude. Horrible, horrible. And they said, she said, give me your lyrics. I'm like, give you my lyrics. And I've just always loved words. So I think they're really powerful, what we say and how we say it. But how you make people feel is so powerful. I remember being in a Mexican restaurant a few years back and I watched this boss ream this waitress out in front of me. I haven't been back since. I was so offended. I was so turned off and hurt. And I didn't want it to be worse for the girl later. Or I would have said to the woman, I just want you to know that because of that treatment, I do not want to give money here. But I didn't want to, you know, get her in trouble. But just watching the situation, it really helped me as a boss to realize how horrifying it is when you see somebody do that. I thought that is horrible. And also at this stage of my life, I've learned enough to know You don't gain a lot of ground in anger. I get it. It's a human emotion. I actually think anger and frustration can be one of the most powerful tools for a creator or for a leader because you get to a point that you are so upset that you're willing to do whatever it takes to change the situation. And I think that can be very powerful. But I just think correcting an anger is, it's a much weaker place to prove your point than when you're in a more calm place and when you're loving, when everything leads and ends with love. So even if you have to to bring a challenge to something, you could do it in a conversational tone. It's very rare now that I ever have to have an aggressive conversation. I feel like you could solve a lot more with honey. It really is true. So the tone that you use and the way that we treat other people I think it's so important. And oh my gosh, you guys, I was watching this Dr. Phil episode. I love Dr. Phil. I know that some of the episodes are becoming a little bit crazy. We're going a little Jerry Springer, but I still love Dr. Phil. He is somebody I'd love to meet. He was talking to this mom who said to her son, you know, I nobody wants to be around you and all these things. And he said it takes, uh, now I'm not quoting perfectly here, He said it takes a thousand attaboys to fix the one sentence that your mom said that nobody wanted to be around you. And I thought that was so brilliant the way he said that. It's like when we're in anger and we want to jab somebody because you feel jabbed and you're hurt 
and you're upset, the things that are said in that moment are really hard to recover from those traffic accidents. It's like, how are we going to get back on the road trip? Because we've got to make this right. And so I just want to encourage you to approach people with love and to work to value people. And truly, the way that I like to connect isn't the rule. Like, I don't know the standard, the way that we should all connect, but different things that I do. I, I talk to somebody and I take interest in their life, genuine interest. I don't like write these things down and then say, today I'm supposed to take genuine interest in three people's lives. Like people can see through that so fast, especially children can see through those kind of weird filters. It's like, what's wrong with your face? You know, like, why are you so plastic? What's going on? Instead of just genuinely asking a question if you really care. And I found that to be a place of power. It's really fascinating to learn about other people and to really engage with what's important to them. I think that's a really cool place to connect with somebody. I also think finding the common ground that you have with somebody is really interesting. You know, I have some really great friends that are a lot older than me uh, that we just are really interested in great songwriting or we're really fascinated by you know, certain leadership or whatever, like developing yourself. It, it's fun to talk to people about things that you mutually enjoy. But there are also things that I know nothing about that I have so much fun just learning when it's something important to somebody else and they light up and you see their body change and you see their eyes light up. And it's just fun to hear what somebody's passionate about. I think it's riveting, really. I'm like, you should have a Netflix show. And I'm just like sitting there watching them tell me about how much they love couponing. Guys, I actually went to a friend's house who is a couponer. I just was like, please just explain this to me. Because I had seen the TLC shows of like coupon grocery, like how they run the aisles. I've seen the crazy reality shows of the couponers. I just want to know, like, teach me about this. She said, well, it depends what you have more of, time or money, because you definitely get, you you know, you, you give time for this. You pay in, in time. And I was like, well, I don't really have time for sure. So it was fun to watch her. I tried couponing for about a week and I spent probably twice as much as I usually would because I'm like, I have a coupon for this. I better go buy it. Doesn't work for me. Absolutely not. Noted won't be going couponing anymore, but it's really interesting for ones that it works with people who have personalities. I get it. And I'm sure I could grow and mature and decide to evolve into somebody who would be an incredible couponer and get it. But I'm just saying it's fascinating to hear somebody else be passionate about what they're passionate about. And I think it's just really cool. I think it's interesting to learn that. And I never want to put down what other people like. My mom taught us a long time ago, if people eat things that you don't like, it's very rude to be like, are you kidding me? You eat that? You actually like that? Sick. How rude is that? How rude is that? Wow, you're a redhead? You're going to stay a redhead? Wouldn't you want to dye your hair? Sick. Like that's basically to me what the equivalent is. And if you haven't seen what I look like, I have bright red hair. I have since I was born. I was born this way, people. And I haven't had many people say anything negative about it, not very often, but I'm just saying, it's like, why would you? Why would you comment on somebody's preferences? Who asked you? And who cares if you don't like it? 
It's like not everybody has to act and look and be just like you. It's actually an amazing part of the world. I did a whole podcast on this subject. So look for it if you're wanting to know more. I did a whole thing about not trying to conform and bend people into your own will and into your own desires and we'll get them. Oh, you don't like egg, eggnog? Well, we'll get you liking eggnog before the end of this season. It's like, why? Why do they have to like what you like? It's so freaking weird. Anyway, I guess I'm getting on to something I am hot about because I think that those differences are beautiful things. I also think it's cool when people grow, when people change, when all of a sudden he was a skater boy and now he's a businessman. Awesome. He's evolving and he's changing. He was a businessman and now he's getting into exotic car sales. Get down with your bad self. Go for it. That's great. He was a businessman and now he wants to move to Cinque Terre in Italy and be somebody who works off of all of the the tourists. Great. Now he's tan and now he's in Italy and he wears shorts every day and that is fine with me. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like, why do people care as people are changing and evolving and growing? Cheer him on. That's wonderful. If you don't get it, who cares? It's none of your business. Nobody asked you. You know what I'm saying? I just get so fired up when people try to limit people, when people try to judge other people. If you don't understand it, maybe you should start to expand your own horizons, work on your own self. Because I never want people to make fun of me when I'm stepping out and branching out into something new. So why would I start making fun of other people? If you don't get it, that's okay. Who cares if you get it? You know what I mean? It's like we want to cheer people on in their own world and be excited for them. I think it's awesome. As long as it's not harming anybody, I think it's great. So I think that the way that you make people feel is way more important than just what you say. It's am- People leave and go, wow, that person was really great. And it's very rare that it's because of what they do or say. I actually watched a very interesting study on this where a social study where several people were in a room and everybody was supposed to introduce themselves to everybody else. And one person, all they did was facilitate conversation about the other person. And at the end of this experiment, almost all 30 people said that this one person was the most interesting. And when they went to review the footage of what this person did, all they did was had people talk about themselves. Now, if you figure this out and you go do it as a formula, everybody can see through it. It's so awkward. Tell me more. Tell me more about it. Oh, how interesting. Oh, musicals for children. Tell me more. It's like psycho. It's like, don't be a freaking weird. We're not on a job interview. You don't have to interrogate people. You can be kind and warm and loving and show true, genuine interest. Then that's great. If you can't do it genuinely, move on. Don't be a weirdo. Do not be a weirdo. Everybody can feel it, especially children. It really is true. So I just want to encourage you. I think it's because kids just don't have those weird filters yet. So they can't do the weird fake thing where your voice changes. It's just, you know, you know that somebody else is in the room because their tone is different. You're like, huh, who are we talking to? Because now we're talking really high and bouncy. You know, it's like, this is weird. What's going on? So I just want to encourage you that when you approach people, do it in a genuine way and do it with love and care and really listen to what they're saying. And not only that, do everything you can for somebody to leave you feeling better instead of worse. And definitely do not be a flatterer. 
Somebody that constantly flatters you, they completely lose my respect and my trust. It's like, this is the best thing I've ever seen before in my entire life. Huh. Okay. Well, out of the six things you've seen, this is the best. Okay, great. Like, it's so challenging for me to actually take somebody seriously when everything is the best they've ever seen. Everything is the, this is the best person in the whole entire world. This is the best story I've ever heard. This is the, my, this is the best song that has ever been written. Hmm. Okay. Well, I, I see that if everything is the best, literally the cabbage that you had is equal to your Disney World experience. It just makes me think, I don't think I trust your vote. I don't trust your vote because you have no true levels in your speech. I want to encourage you to work on not speaking in superlatives. My dad raised us this way. He worked really hard on this with us. And my personality would be all about it because I'm so extreme, because I'm so passionate. I feel so deeply. And what I feel in that moment feels like the most extreme feeling in the whole world. And because of that, I could easily become the person that I love you so much with all of my heart. Like I could easily be that person. But I was taught years ago that is very cheap. It cheapens what you're saying. And it enters into flattery a lot of times. And so what I've started to do is just say, wow, this was really good. I really liked it. I really enjoyed it. And these are specific things I liked about it. Or man, that might, you could even say this, that might be the best I've ever heard you speak. And because of this, this, and this, but it's not, that was the best in the whole world. That was the most incredible experience of my entire life. The other thing is I have had people say, this is the best you have ever done. Uh, speaking. And then I go, oh, like, man, what happened with all the other times? And I'm going to speak again. I don't know if I'm going to top it. Like all of a sudden it's like I'm in a competition to uh, with myself and I hate that. I don't like that. I'm doing the best I can to cheer myself on and to keep trying to put great content out and to have deep vulnerable moments and observations that ring true to you. And so I think, man, if I've peaked right now, I might as well quit. That's what it makes me feel like. I don't feel like, yes, this is the best I've ever done. I think, man, I'm so sad that I reached my top. What am I going to do now? So I just want to encourage you, if you want your vote to count and if you want your voice to be heard, be careful about what you say. I also, when I'm brought in to make an evaluation about something, I say, you know, I haven't seen other things. I don't feel like I can grade this or honestly I haven't spent enough time in this situation okay well we just want to know what you think right now okay well based on five minutes of uh, observing and based on the fact that I haven't seen any other thing in this category this is how I feel about it and I'll I'll clarify it I'll qualify it I'll put it in context and what's happened with this is that now my vote counts pretty extremely with a lot of people which has gotten me in a position I never really wanted to be in. <laughs> I didn't mean for this to happen. I didn't mean to have it where a lot of people do bring me in to ask me questions about a lot of areas now because they've learned that I'm not going to say things. I basically, when there's certain people in my life that'll just say, this is amazing all the time. And I just think, I wish I would get more constructive feedback. 
and it helps me, you know what I'm saying? In certain settings, I have a team of people that, for example, listen to the podcast before it goes out. And I'm very thankful for all of them. And I know I can trust them that if I've said something weird, if something comes across in an odd way, they tell me, and I'm really thankful for that. And that is valuable. And I, of course, appreciate the cheerleading as well. But I know that if there's something weird in there, they will make sure that I know in time. And I'm thankful for that. And you need that. We need that. So anyway, I just want to encourage you in your approach to people. It's just really important that people are lifted around you. And when you leave, they feel better about themselves. They feel more encouraged. They feel inspired. I feel like that is so powerful. My favorite boss, he would work in a way that made me, I just wanted, I would stay up all night to make things right and do anything I could to give him my best work because I just valued him. I loved him. I could feel that he cared about me. And so it gave me permission to be a boss that really loves the people around me. And I'm growing and getting better. I have not arrived. We're in this together. Thank you so much for tuning in. And don't forget, if you like this, go review it in iTunes. Pass it on to friends. Give it to people you know will need it. I'm thankful for that because I want this to be in the right hands. That's how it's all worth it to me to take the time to do this. Thanks for letting me be in your world today. And I'll be back to talk more soon. Mm -hmm.